नमस्कार कैमोनाचू टू ऑल लवली सुपर मदर्स वेलकम टू सुपर मदर अनली Today we have a beautiful guest who is a beautiful mother of two children and a leading health coach. Being a mother she understands the need for the good health of kids as well as mothers. Today I am going to talk to her in depth about how important mother health is and why it is necessary to take utmost care of the digestive system. Let's welcome and listen to more from her. Hey Lian, welcome to my show. Hi Soma, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Lian Ribakov. I am a mother to two beautiful kids, ages 5 and 7 or almost 5 and 7. I am very passionate about health and wellness when it comes to my family, when it comes to myself and of course um as a career now i am a health coach i work with busy overwhelmed moms to help them heal their digestive health issues to regain their energy and to just make them feel comfortable in their bodies again it's one of the most rewarding job and i love it every single day you have very good motivation towards fitness health and you have really understood the value of the body especially for mothers why it is important why the fitness is really important for them yes absolutely you know as moms not only have some of us carried our children um but also parenting you know there's a big difference between dads and moms we are driven by hormones and right. um we have this instinctual connection to our kids and as moms we most of us tend to put ourselves last and when it comes to our kids not only are we taking care of our kids but i think you mentioned this in some episodes there's also a lot of mom guilt and there's all this pressure on moms to be perfect as mothers right. and i find that sometimes we lose ourselves in the in the process and our bodies really feel it they really do it's not just an emotional situation but really physical as well right So earlier as per our conversation you have mentioned that you were in different business but later what triggered you to get into health coaching Yeah so I have always been passionate about health and wellness really it started when I was little with food like I just I loved being in the kitchen I loved cooking I remember cooking with my mom when I was very little and um my passion led me to starting a healthy snack food company I had this company um where I created these snacks and in the US I I launched it and it went into these big distributions and stores and I started the company when I was pregnant with my first child. Wow. I loved it so much that you know I sometimes refer to my business as called Buck What um uh, because mm-hmm. the product the snacks were made with Buck Beef as my first born because it was really something I was I you know I created, I nurtured but ultimately after having my second child and having to run this business with two kids it's it's a very um competitive space right. i realized that it was really taking a toll on my health mm-hmm. and i didn't understand it at all i was an emotional mess i was you know i remember nursing my daughter and just being like okay i, I don't have time for nursing i i need to go do this i need to go do this and now i look back and of course i realize my priorities were a little different than i wish they had been 
Um, but you know, we live, we learn, and we move on. And ultimately, after five years of running the business, my son was my second child was about one and a half, I think, at the time. I realized that it just was it was killing me more than it was serving me, and my body was just depleted. And I resorted to really unhealthy coping mechanisms, and I just didn't feel like myself. And I felt constantly emotional and on edge. And after having a conversation with my brother, actually, I realized that this business really wasn't for me. But I also knew that I wanted to continue being in the health space, and I started to really explore the nutrition side and took a few courses. And eventually, I came across this amazing school online, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, where it teaches you how the body and the mind and everything is connected. And I just fell in love with it, and I started coaching and. You know, in the beginning, you're kind of coaching everyone, but I started to really not like being drawn to moms because I myself went through the struggle. I don't know what it would have been like to run that initial business without having two kids, but having two kids and trying to do it all, I just felt like there's just there's no there needs to be more compassion towards ourselves, and right. so I. I have been working with moms for over two years now, and it's really just amazing because most of us. Just don't give ourselves the space to to take care of ourselves,、mm -hmm. and doesn't have to be in the selfish way that often is, you know, people talk about. But、um, so yeah, so really, the first business led me to the second business, and I feel like I was born to do this. I'm so passionate about it, and I just and I think I'm also driven because I see the success in women when they really invest in their own health. Right. It's very important because you know mothers generally、uh, when after the birth of our baby, we feel like that's the life keeps on go behind them, take care of them. But somewhere we feel like you know after some years we we realize that our our health is not be able to take everything together. So that's yeah, why yeah absolutely yeah yeah and and it's also important to realize that. You know how we show up for ourselves is how we show up for our kids too. We're they're mirroring us. They're they're looking to us. So we don't always, you know, it, it doesn't always have to be about playtime, right? It's okay、right. to take time for yourself. There's you're still a person before and after you have kids.、Right. But what I notice is that it's really the the body just becomes depleted, and we kind of start to go. We start to navigate toward. Like easy solutions, but they're not long-lasting. So I really work with moms to create these lifelong habits. It's not a diet. It's not a plan. It's just something that is completely personalized to that woman and her life and her and her family situation. Because we're all created different, just like our kids are all different. How we are all different as well. Right. So what you think? Because you have been, you know, taking one-to-one -one sessions. With all the mothers, so what do you feel like? How important is mother's health is? And、uh, you know, we have been telling like, eat this,、uh, it's healthy. Do this, it's healthy. This exercise is good. That exercise is good. So what do you think about that? Like, what do you call actually? What is it? Healthy. Oh, I I think、uh, I think everybody's health is important, but because、right. as mothers we have to have this very important role to. To nurture and grow human beings, even after they're out of our bodies, our health is really important. We need to be able to show up for our kids in the best light that we can. And I find that healthy—you know—it's a very universal term because it means different things for different people. 
Right. Every single one of my clients comes to me with a different health goal. I mean, most right. of them want to feel good in their bodies. And I know they always say, you know, I just want to lose a little weight, but we never focus on the weight loss. We always focus on how to get your body to work the way it's supposed to work. And healthy to me means encompassing all parts of life. So it's your, it's your nutrition, of course. It's your movement. You know, you could be eating healthy, but if you're not moving your body, it's not really serving you. It's your, your sleep. So many of us have come to this conclusion that we're never gonna sleep again, but that's not okay because most of our bodily functions won't work properly without sleep. Right. It's also stress and supportive mm -hmm. relationships. So I find that a lot of the health stuff that is around us focuses on food, like diet, 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 diet. Yeah. which is which is wrong because there's so many other things you could be eating healthy or you could be eating what you think is healthy you could be exercising but if you are very stressed out mm -hmm. biologically your body's not working well and if you're trying to like let's say let's say the goal is to lose a little weight you physically can't because from a from a survival mechanism our bodies are going to hold on to everything they can Mm -hmm. when we are in this fight or flight stage, which most of us are. Kids are, we have to be honest, kids are hard and kids are stressful. And yes. there's a mom out there who says that, no, <laughs> kids are so easy. Well, she's lying. So. Really? I don't know I am having one. Still, it's not easy at all. No, it's not easy. It's mm -hmm. impossible for it to be easy. This is a completely different human being that's relying solely on all of your time and energy, you know? So yeah. I think that, yeah, so it's, you know, so healthy to me is being able to really feel energy in your body where you feel like you are in control, mm -hmm. you know? Because mm. we can't control, we can't control our kids. <laughs> but no, we can't. No matter how Absolutely. hard we try. Our minds are running very well. But we, we can focus on our own health. Can okay, you I can hear you now. So Leanne, we are talking about other mothers. But I would like to know especially how is your motherhood journey was because you are having two children and what was your journey if you can share with our listeners. Um, yeah, for me, I have to say if I'm being completely honest, um, I've always wanted to be a mom. You know, that was one of the things that I want to get married, be a mom. Um, and I love my children unconditionally, but I do have to say that sometimes it is a struggle. You know, being a mom is really hard. and. I find that there's also trying to find the balance in life could be a little bit difficult. So I think I learned from my previous job that, you know, there there is a priority that has to be set and my kids are the priority. But I also find that the way I show up for them is really important as well. So the way I take care of myself will ultimately decide how I am as a mother to them. But motherhood has been great in, in so many beautiful ways. Right. All my passions, I kind of try to incorporate my kids into. So if I, if I like to help, I like cooking really healthy. So, you know, I teach them and I show them and I like being physical. So we go for bike rides and we go for things that are, I started to learn that I don't have to give up myself to be a mom, but I could kind of, we could kind of incorporate each other into our, in, into each other's lives. So of course I do things that interest my kids that don't necessarily interest me all the time, <laughs> but I also find that they are empowered. Yeah. They're empowered by learning some of the things that I like to do as well. So right. motherhood has been a very beautiful, beautiful experience, but it's also challenging. And I think that it's kind of taught me to be a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. And it's hard, 
I do have mom guilt a lot, (laughs) but to try to focus on the positive things and, you know, take it just one day at a time. I'm always reminding myself to slow, to slow down because my, my passion runs so deep that, you know, I always want to be doing the next thing and the next thing, but it's not necessarily good for the kids. You know, today your word can empower so many mothers around the world because there are so many moms who can't even express what they feel, that guilt in them. But when you said that it has, it has, I think every mom has that guilt, but simultaneously we need to take care of our kids as well. Without that, how things are, you know, like kids are the beautiful thing that happens in our life. And uh, I was just telling you that your every words like this, you know, every mom has that guilt and all these words, I'm sure can empower so many mothers. Few moms are, you know, there are so many moms who are very, I think, you know, I can say they are super woman and super mother. But uh, I feel simultaneously because managing kids and doing work is not easy. You know, if I wanted to be successful within one or two years, it's not possible because I have other things also to do at home. Without that thing, it does not move for me. You're absolutely right. It's not easy. And, you know, our bodies are sometimes with, like, it's it's the first sign. And it's kind of letting, our bodies are kind of sometimes letting us know that we need to slow down or we need to be more compassionate towards ourselves. True, very true. You are absolutely right. Because, you know, end of the day, even I feel like uh, I will sit for more work or one hour, I will just extend it. But sometimes body doesn't really support us. It's like enough, enough for the right. day. You have to go and hit the bed, please. So it, yes. it, I think it yes. happens. And turn off all your electronics. Right, right. <laughs> turn off, if, if there's, you know, I find so many moms who they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't have time to exercise or I don't have time to meditate or I don't have time, but then they're on social media for, yeah. you know, and, and it's okay. I'm, this is without judgment. I'm not, I'm not, I'm zero judging. I'm guilty of it myself, hmm. but I find that there's, we are so drawn into other people's lives sometimes right. through these, that we forget about our own. And those things don't make us feel good. They yeah. make us feel worse because, and none of it is real, <laughs> you know? Leanne, even for the work, I'm sitting on my laptop and doing my work and suddenly I got a message in Instagram and I'm just checking it. But suddenly we are getting into so much into social media that we actually, you know, not give that importance of other work, what we were doing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's twofold. It takes you away from doing something that is good for you, Mm. but it also puts this information into your mind that's not good for you either. You know, that's not good for you. So because it's like an instant gratification, it's it's hard to find something equivalent right but mm. i always help moms mm. you know and women and people in general really tap into what brings them joy like we forget as moms that there are things that bring us joy and we are allowed to do those things we should do more of those things you know yeah social media could be really really tough <laughs> yes yes I have realized it because, you know, I have been doing it and uh, I, I realized that you are spending lots of time in Facebook, Instagram, you're getting into so many and you're constantly on it. And later yeah. on, you realize yeah. after one, two hours that, oh gosh, already so much time. Yeah, so, absolutely. So Leanne, you are giving consultations to lots of mother and even one-to-one. So what is the one major problem you have been listening so far? Um, yeah, so I work with moms one-on-one to do coaching and a lot of the moms that 
are struggling with their digestive health, I would say. Most of them just come and say that they're feeling bloated and that they just feel uncomfortable in their clothing. They're also very low in energy. And um, it's really it's really those things, like they just can't fit into their regular jeans or the outfits that they want. They feel like they're, the bloating, I would say, and just other digestive health issues. And usually that is connected to multiple parts of life, which is like we talked about nutrition, movement, stress, sleep, and when we start working together, you know, with the bloating, there's just, there's a few d- daily things you could do every day to help with that. Hmm. Um, and I actually have a resource with five tips. And if it's okay, I'll, there's a link I could share if anybody's interested in trying these simple daily habits. Right. And when we start incorporating these habits into our daily life, first of all, we start taking care of ourselves and that starts to feel good. But really our body's thanking us for you know, it, it could be as simple as moving a little bit every day, or, um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of starting your day with warm lemon water and apple cider vinegar that really helps with digestion. A lot of the times it's foods that we're eating and it's hard to, sometimes the foods that we're eating are causing more inflammation in our bodies. So it's really the struggle to maybe get into those genes. It's really not, it could not necessarily be about weight. It could be just about inflammation but really that bloating feeling, which is also connected to stress. So I have, a, I have a resource with five daily tips that you could do. You know, you could do one of them, you could do all five of them, but they're really helpful in starting to get your body to work the right way. Like I always re- compare our bodies to like a car, right? If, if there's a missing part or if there's a missing, or if you're putting like diesel into a regular car, it's not gonna work right. So we really have to be mindful of what we're putting into our bodies how we're running our bodies, right? So Hmm. if we're moving enough or if we're not moving, if we're doing too much, sometimes some of the moms that come to me, they're like, I'm exercising so much and I don't understand, but sometimes too much is not good either because it creates cortisol, which Mm -hmm. keeps us from um, burning fat, but actually we store fat instead. So I would say, and also when we're talking about digestive health, our digestion has so much, has an impact on our whole body and mind and if our gut health is not good we might feel that brain fog we might feel really tired you know it could not it's not necessarily like our kids making us feel tired but it could just be about what's going on in your gut so most of the time moms come for you know this digestive health like they're having problems with bloating or even constipation or um you know just like irritable bowel and a lot of the times they have they're lacking energy and they're also just not really understanding what to put in their bodies. So we we cover all the bases together. And like I said before, it's a very personalized approach because if you don't like to eat strawberries, I'm not gonna make you eat strawberries. I'm never, it's never about what what I eat, but it's really about the things that you enjoy you that are gonna be good for you. Yeah, it has to be about you. Um, so yeah, so that that's really predominantly what I would say is women that I work with. Oh, that's that's amazing. There are so many, so many details you have been sharing with us. And it's just amazing. <laughs> and I think, you know, there are mothers and who will listen this episode there. They are really going to get lots of benefit for this topic. Thank you, Soma. <laughs> you have been giving more importance to the mother's digestive system. What are the tips you would like to share for the mothers so that they can follow those and keep healthy? If you can share that. Yes. 
Absolutely. So, you know, I know though this is an international podcast. So, you know, when it comes to food, we all kind of gravitate towards different things. But mm-hmm. our digestive health, our gut health, has a complete impact on how we feel, our mood, like even like depression, anxiety, all these different things. Like if we feel tired, if we don't feel tired, if we have energy. So in order to take care of your digestive health, it's really a lot to do with what you're putting in your body, the foods that you're eating. It's also about the things that we want to take out. Like there's certain things that are going to make it worse. Also, believe it or not, sleep has a lot to do with keeping a good digestive health. Stress, mitigating your stress. And it, you know, I know it sounds like, well, I don't have time to meditate, but it doesn't have to be about that. Just mm. finding moments of joy is a form of meditation. Just doing something that literally takes you out of your own head. Um, so with digestive health, you know, what I do find often with a lot of my clients is that it's really hard to pay attention to like ingredients and food because a lot of the marketing tells us like, well, this is healthy and this is healthy. Eat this multigrain, whole wheat. But when right. we really look into our into the ingredients, there's often added sugar. So the mm. things that are going to be causing inflammation in our bodies the most, like the things that are really is like sugar is the big one. And if I bet, you know, I don't know, like we, I love nut butters, like almond butter and peanut butter. I love it. But you have to be careful when you're buying your nut butters because the only ingredient in your nut butter should be the nut. But sometimes you'll find, yeah, and in a lot of brands, they put sugar, they Mm. put palm oil, which is really bad for you. So when your gut, yeah, it's very bad. And when your gut is inflamed, your mind is going to be inflamed. And believe it or not, you're going to have a little less patience for your kids even because you're not feeling the best. I also often say that, you know, there's a baseline. And when you don't feel good for long enough, it starts to feel normal. Like you just feel like this is how I'm supposed to feel. But then when you start making these daily changes, like even from the tips that I recommend, like incorporating lemon water into your day, when you start making small changes and you start feeling better, it's like, I always say it's like the first time when your baby finally slept through the night, you know how in the beginning, like your baby doesn't sleep and you're like always in a fog, but then all of a sudden your child sleeps and you're like, wow, like I could, like, this is what it feels like to see again. That's what it starts to feel like when you start making small daily changes. And again, and even like exercise, it doesn't have to be about committing yourself to an hour at the gym every day. But even like taking the time to go for a walk or finding moments in your day, like look at your look at your day, like when you're on your phone, could you instead be doing like 10 squats or something like that, right? So it's really your digestive health is really represents so many parts of how you feel. And it, you know, and if you're trying to lose a little weight, you know, if your digestive health is not there, you're going to have a very hard time with it. Yeah, it's so crystal clear. You have really cleared lots of doubt and uh, i'm sure like whoever is going to listen this episode they're going to get lots of knowledge out of it this is like i said it's my passion (laughs) oh yeah you said it's your passion and we are really happy about it that you have chosen this and you are educating so many mothers around the world how much do you love cooking what are the things you keep in mind while cooking clean is it the taste or the nutritional value so I actually, prior to having kids, I used to love to cook. 
Um, that's kind of where I would express my passion for health. Um, in fact, I went to culinary school, so I have a professional culinary degree. Um, I do find that once you have kids, you really have to simplify things in the kitchen and really focus on that you have all the nutritional values of the food. Also taste, of course, taste matters. Um, so I like to, and I even kind of share this with a lot of my clients is that, you know, your meals at home don't need to be a five-star experience. And I think that sometimes people feel like in order to eat healthy, it has to be this elaborate meal. And also on Instagram, it's, you know, every time you follow someone healthy, it's always these really well, like beautiful dishes that have 20,000 ingredients. And I always say it doesn't have to be like that. It could still taste good but also be have good nutritional value and it could be simple. So I like to just make sure I focus on all the nutritional aspects that, you know, there's a good quality protein, there's a good quality fat, which is really important for our brain. And um, that there's as many vegetables as we could sneak in there. Do my kids always eat a lot of vegetables or any vegetables? No, no. And it, you know, I wish that they did, but I also have to accept the fact that they are, they like what they like right now. Um, so I like to keep it as simple as possible, but still delicious. And it's all, it's some of the things I always teach my clients. And I have a few really good, simple, easy to go to recipes that make eating healthy a lot easier and also still delicious. Oh, that's lovely. So is there anything, if you don't mind, can share for our listeners, any, any quick recipe, which has all the nutritional value? Yeah, so for ourselves, for, for mom, I'll give you a tip of what I do with myself and with the kids. So, right, you know, sometimes people say like, I, you know, I, I also, I really love a good salad, but a salad doesn't have to be this thing that takes forever to put together. For example, you know, if you have just a base, like a arugula, I really like arugula or, you know, any kind of a good lettuce. Um, and then just putting just a few vegetables like tomatoes and cucumbers, but all I really like to add olives to the salad because it gives it that salinity like salt also really good fat and also good texture and i don't know here we if we have different kind of proteins like i always suggest for women to have or for anyone to have like hard-boiled eggs in the fridge because you could have a eggs you could always if you have a good protein available like hard-boiled eggs you could always have them with your breakfast or you could add them to your salad or even at dinner time you know sometimes my kids don't like what i made and they could always have a hard-boiled egg for right. my kids, I really like to have um, cut up vegetables always available. So when I pick them up from school or from camp, I'll have like cut up cucumbers and peppers and um, sugar snap peas and string beans and just different fresh vegetables. Because if you put them, you know, if they're already going to be watching TV or if they're going to be on their iPads or in the car, if you give it to them, they'll if they're hungry, they're going to eat it. But it's also, this is what I was going to say, is that keeping a healthy household really it's it's you know we have the right to choose what we bring into the house so we might not necessarily get our kids to eat broccoli all the time but if you're not buying junky food they're not going to be eating junky food and kind of the same thing goes for us as well so you know for breakfast i always i love a good smoothie and i have a great smoothie recipe i could share um mm. as well a link to you it's just mm. it's just how to build your own smoothie how to make it taste the way you want it so you know, you build it out with a good, with a liquid base, you make sure there's protein and that there's um, vegetables and fruit and it tastes delicious and it gives you a lot of nutrients in one meal. So um, there's just, you know, it's just finding things that fit into your lifestyle as well. 
Um, I recently started to put make salads in a mason jar. So if you're traveling, if you're working, you could bring it with you. It's good to make things in advance, but I'm also not a big fan of like the three hour meal prep on a Sunday because first of all, who has the time? Second of all, um, it's that, what if you don't want to eat that food later in the week? Right. Like there are simple things you could have in your fridge, like, you know, like the hard boiled eggs or like a good chia pudding or like, or oatmeal that you could do overnight oats, mm. right? Mm. Or have all your ingredients really organized so that when you go to make your smoothie, you're not going to three different cabinets, but you have it all in one place to make it simple. So there's definitely good tips and tricks you can do. And it's about properly stocking your pantry and about properly stocking your refrigerator so that you have all the things that you need available to you. This is amazing. <laughs> so last, not the least, if mothers around the world try to reach you, what are the ways? And if you like to tell them where they can contact. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I have a website. It's my name, Leanne Ribikoff, and then wellness. So my company name is Leanne Ribikoff Wellness. And the website is, and I, you know, maybe we could put it in the show links since it's a long, mm. uh, but it's L-E-E-A-N-N-R-Y-B-A-K-O-V-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. They could also email me. I love hearing from people. Leanne, L-E-E. A N N R Y B A K O V at gmail.com. So that's Leanne Ribikov at gmail.com. Um, I am available on Instagram, which is Leanne L E E A N N R Wellness. So L E E A N N R W E L L N E S S is my handle on Instagram. I have recently decided to take a year from posting <laughs> as a personal way to better my health, but I am still on there. So you could always message me um, on there as well. And those are the ways. And I um, would love to hear, I, I you know, I, every mother has their own struggles. So I, maybe I haven't experienced it on my own. Maybe I have, maybe some of my clients have. So if there's anything that anyone is struggling with or wants some help with or wants maybe a quick tip about, I would love to hear from them. Wow, definitely. Mothers are going to listen this episode and they are going to call you or they are going to message <laughs> you, send you an email. Please share the tips and they'll come to you, I'm sure, because you are superb. You are Thank superb. you so much. <laughs> it was a superb conversation with you, Lian. Your way of keeping us healthy and fit has taught us a different dimension altogether. Especially, I have learned so many things about fitness. It has not only empowered me, I'm sure it will empower lots of mothers. So lucky to have you on my show. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Soma. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. So with that, we have come to the end of this episode. And please do share this podcast with your friends your colleagues and all the mothers in your network. I would also like to request all my listeners to please share your thought, views, feedback about today's episode and if you have any topic on which you want me to cover on my podcast, please write to me. Would love to receive your comments. I will see you next week. Till then, bye-bye. <laughs>